You're listening. You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to Music Biz 101 and more. If you want to learn about the music industry and you don't know where to go, tune in to WP88.7. Exclusively for our friends who are suffering from or thinking about COVID-19. I'm your professor, David Kirkfield, with your doctor, Esteban Marconi. You actually said your full name. You never yes, did. I did this time because uh, we can't take any chances. <laughs> That's right. We need to know who you are just in case of identification. Yeah. This is really something, isn't it, Dave? Yeah. Whole thing. I think, I think we could have a... Uh, long-lasting effect on everything in terms of economy in this country. I believe that because so many businesses are getting along with people working from home, that they may decide at some point they don't need as big an office or they don't need to be have a big headquarters and people can work from home and they will continue to work from home and this could have a trickle-down effect where People aren't going out to lunch as much because they're not uh, in a central place, et cetera, et cetera. I think we're going to see a change in this country. It, it's interesting because I hear that the new stimulus package has a lot of money in there for real estate. And I'm wondering if the commercial real estate market, office space, for example, will get hit by this yes. sort of as a side effect of the whole thing. Yeah. Very interesting. Here. Yes. So continue yes. with our uh, our intros. Yes, we will continue. So, uh, okay. this is Music Biz 101 and more. Radio show on Brave New Radio, podcast on musicbiz101wp.com. That's where you should be going anyway to check out our newsletter. You should be following us on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Fetch book at musicbiz101wp. And of course, our podcast is on the iTunes and the SoundCloud, not on the Spotify. We were ripped off of Spotify and their customer service stinks, and they're not putting this back on. So we will deal with that at another time. But should we give thanks, Dr. Esteban? Yes, I think we should give thanks, especially during these times. Yes, I'm going to go backwards with our thanks. I'm going to first ah. give thanks to Christine. Oi. Day, a wealth manager at the Forefront Group. She's helped many professionals at the University of William Patterson manage their investments and plan up for their retirement. So if somebody like you, of building a bridge to your financial future, you should think about the Forefront Group and go to christine.oy at forefront.com. Leave the last oy off for savings. That's right. And four is F-O-U-R. We should also mention, it looks like managing your band's seventh edition, maybe in the year of our Lord, 2021. 
Yes, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we will see. Um, and then we got a we got a green light, but we don't know uh, how much of the green light uh, we we've got a green light, but we didn't get the actual um, contract for the green light. I's not dotted, T's not crossed. I actually saw the man um, who's going to send us ah. the contract. I, I bumped, so I didn't literally bump into him because of social distancing. I was walking into Jack's Superfood Town, and he was walking out of. And I said hello, and that's all I did because of social distancing. Yes. But he's around. Uh, let's see. So I mentioned William Patterson University. is ranked one of the best ever. And we should see, hopefully see some more ranking about that. But even more important, and this relates to who we're going to talk to in a minute, let's give thanks to the folks at Van Dyne, Bruno, Inc. and White Hat Management. Because with mm -hmm. artists like Dave Matthews, Three Doors Down, St. Vincent, and Kiss, there's only one place to go for somebody like you to go for your band's business management. Go to VB. CPA.com. Somebody like you is ready. And because of the folks at Van Dyne Bruno Inc., we have the Van Dyne on the line. Doc, uh, Dr. Aaron Van Dyne, how are you, sir? I'm well, Dave and Steve. Good. Great. Now, how are you feeling? Feeling fine, a little scared, but uh, hunkering down in the bunker here. Right. Any cabin fever yet? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big to do to go out down the driveway to get the paper every morning. Yeah. Oh, uh, nice. God, unbelievable. And I know you have uh, a daughter that's a nurse. How's she doing? I have a daughter that uh, nurse manager's got seventy some nurses under her. Her daughter's a uh, Person in the ER, and her other daughter is a business person in the ER, and they are working around the clock at Hilton Hospital. Very bad over there. A lot of cases. Uh, yeah. It's amazing what's going on. There's makeshift, uh, you know, uh, buildings being put up outside to handle the, all this. Really, it's really pretty scary. Yeah, I was uh, actually riding bike with my uh, doctor yesterday, who is a a cardiologist and he is affiliated with Chilton and he was telling me that they do have the uh, tent outside so your first stop is not in the building but your first right. stop is to the tent and then they will determine where you go next and it might be just you go home right. Uh, right. and he says there are floors of course not rooms anymore but they're actually floors that are um, totally quarantined and only nurses are allowed in and, and so on. Yeah. So uh, everybody in the Northeast is taking it very seriously, but there are still reports from other parts of the country that uh, they're not so concerned. And I just looked at the map and I think uh, Montana or South Dakota had still just double digit cases, you know, like 21 and 55 for an entire state. Well, one of the things about those states, they're so spread out, and I think people are spread out, so there's not as much contact like there is in sure. New Jersey, a very populated state, and in, in Manhattan, what's going on there? Yeah, rightly so. So why don't you tell, um, just tell the listeners uh, what you do, actually, what your job is as business manager slash CPA. Uh, well, I'm a CPA and I've uh, been doing business management with bands and artists for 
well, since 1982. Uh, tech management collect all the funds, whether they come in with revenues, green royalties, uh, touring, and pay all their bills, handle over taxes, usually handle over families. For uh, we have about 200 artists that we do tax returns for. Uh, right. Right now, it's uh, we're, we're still in the, in the throes of doing tax returns. Got a little reprieve from the, the extension to July 15th on the individuals. Um, but what's going on and spending most of my time now is the cancellation of tours and trying to get. Uh, deposits back from vendors and, uh, you know, laying off uh, crew people mm -hmm. and, you know, holding back on some selected people that you don't want to lose when the crews do start up. I mean, most bands right now that have canceled tours, tours are just being postponed and hopefully they'll happen at the end of this year or the winter 2021, depending on how long it lasts. That's, that's taken up a tremendous amount of time yeah. Now, is the um, is the clause with force majeure being uh, enacted in these contracts? No. No. Something like the coronavirus is excluded from all of them. Even on, we had some non-appearance insurance for some major tours, and right, <laughs> that was actually lifted because these policies were taken out in January. That coronavirus. Excluded from it, uh, so yeah, everything's been canceled because of that. So, right. You know, we're lucky to get uh, the deposits back if we can from vendors that we put right. in the world. You know, it's not just the U.S. but in Europe and the other sad cases, we've freighted things to different countries, and the, the, the vendors' the equipment is on those uh, boats or at a warehouse or stuck on a boat in a foreign country. And we have to pay for it while it's there. Mm -hmm. Who are these vendors? You can't use it elsewhere. Aaron, who are the vendors? What what types of businesses are they? Uh, could be um, lighting companies, uh, audio companies, uh, laser lights, uh, the various touring uh, pyrotech. We have a situation with pyro that was sent to South America for a tour that was supposed to be in April, which canceled, and all the pyro. Uh, and all the equipment is down in South America right now, in Argentina. So we're paying for that while, while it's there. Now, how much, uh, the reason why, I, for the listeners, I brought up this uh, clause of false majeure because uh, this virus is really no one's fault. So it uh, can be considered, might be considered an act of God or, or greater force. Whereas then it wouldn't be a responsibility of either party to uh, fulfill the contract. And is there any insurance for this in general, or is it just insurance that there, the artist is not going to appear? There's none that I know of. Most, you would either get business interruption insurance or what they call non-appearance insurance. Uh, Non-appearance insurance for the major tours is only issued out of Lloyd's of London, and and they have the you know real real clauses in there of what would cancel the tour. Usually, someone in the band you know not being able to perform and go on, and even that has to be usually inspected by their physician. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I listen. I listen to the the Promoter One Hundred and One podcast has uh, started up again during this, and uh, they put out their first podcast uh, a couple days ago. And one of the people they interviewed was an insurance broker for the music industry, and he said up until January there was a clause that usually cost about I think point one percent of the overall. What do you call it? Uh, premium, not premium. Premium is what you pay. What What do you call the the thing when if, if this happens, I get a million dollars? What do you call that? Well, it's a percentage of the revenue. Uh, the yeah. Non-appearance insurance that we have right now is about five point one percent of revenue. It's very, very. Okay. This apparently had been up until January, like point one percent of the revenue that you would get back. Um, that's how much it would cost. And um, it was not virus insurance, but it was like an insurance for like a, a type of sickness. But then as soon as it started happening in China, the uh, insurance companies stopped um, allowing coronavirus to be uh, exempted from uh, force majeure. Mm. Uh, and the way these non-appearance insurance policies work, it's not just you get everything back. Uh, you apply for, there's always a one show that's up. If you lose one show, you don't get paid. And then you get either, you can apply and pay for extra. It's either 60 or 65% of the guarantee that you would get back. You don't get 100% back. Mm -hmm. We canceled the tour last year in Australia for another reason. It had nothing to do with the coronavirus. Prior to the coronavirus. Um, we did get that money from Lloyd's, but we still had lay out a tremendous amount of money for freight and other things, so just about broke even on it. Now, um, with all of this, the um, crews and the crews that have been with the bands for a long time, are the, are the bands taking care of them or helping them out or, or what? Well, some, some are, you know, some can't. Some kids just can't afford to do it. Some are selecting key people that they don't want to lose because crews are usually Except for some cases, so those repeat people that they want to make sure are going to be able to come back. Uh, they're trying to take care of them, even at a reduced uh, payroll. Or now people are going on unemployment. Uh, we also had one artist from a band apply to use theirs. Um, the the other part is that are do these crews have to pay into the unemployment insurance? with their paychecks in order to receive unemployment. Yeah, that, yes, that's another good point. If they're employees, which all our crew people are basically employees except for some foreign people, um, they pay in, in their own state. We, you know, mm -hmm. we hold tax and pay all the taxes in their home state. But they do pay that 1% or whatever it is for unemployment and disability. In the uh, in their state, so if they are an employee, they're okay. If they're an independent contractor, they need to have their own policy. Well, the majority don't, I bet. And and right now, you know, California passed a law, and now New Jersey's and it that um, people have a very fine line between whether you can be an independent contractor anymore. Yes. So crew people are all going to be considered in California. Uh, employees, unless they're just brought out for that one show or something like that, but if they're on a national tour, they're going to be an employee, and we've been doing that right along. 
Yes, right, that gig economy uh, bill that um, started, I guess, with the Lyft and the Uber drivers. Now, how, how have creditors been, or is it too early to say, have creditors been a little lenient, like, you know, a month off, two months off, or, or what? I repeat that, how much was what? I'm wondering if the creditors have been more lenient with the missing of a payment uh, and allowing, where is it too early to tell? Well, it's, too, it's too early for me to see that because right now we've been paying everything for our artists and bands uh, at my firm on time. We, we haven't had that problem. You know, luckily, in my firm situation, we're still working. Uh, and we're all working from home, of course, but we are working. Uh, but the bands, most of them have, you know, some ones put aside that there's still going to be storage costs and health insurance and, you know, other insurance costs that come around uh, monthly or quarterly. And we have money around to pay that. How long can go on? That's another question. Yeah. And I'm sure this is, like you said, how long is it going to go on? Many of these acts that are touring all the time, are over 50 years old, over 60 years old. And they are supposedly, according to, of course, the uh, health organizations, that uh, they are the most vulnerable for this. So they, I'm sure, very, very um, nervous, even if somebody gives the okay to go back and do it, uh, the trust in that. Well, like in, in the case of kids, they, um, you know, are that vulnerable age and they canceled the last three shows of their U.S. tour in March, and then um, their April was the South American tour, that was canceled, and they, they have a tour that starts up in June in Europe. That hasn't been canceled yet, but I don't know if they would even uh, venture out to do it. Yeah, now has it, uh, we, we hear that it is virtually stopped, that Musicians are playing, aren't playing anywhere except for their live internet shows or whatever. Uh, you find that this is true, that there's just no place to play, whether it be state mandated or just uh, common sense? You know, Dave Matthews is, is streaming from home, doing shows. Nobody is playing together. Yeah, yeah. Now it's- We're uh, anything together. Yeah. Um, the time to it is, we have later today, we're going to have Paul Sinclair on, who's uh, basically a general manager of Atlantic Records. And uh, we have questions about that because it seems that what we read is because people are in the house and they're streaming more than ever. And record companies are actually doing pretty well at this time. So would they be asking the, um, you know, a group or a trio or something, maybe let's say under, five, six musicians to start recording. I would think they can't. Um, I haven't heard anything about that. I know there was some recordings that were supposed to be done this spring are, you know, been canceled. They just canceled, yeah. They okay. postponed, postponed, they kicked it down. Everybody's kicking everything down to July. Now, hopefully they're all right and July will be good, but it may be kicked down until September, October, I don't know. Ah, it's incredible. When we, when we think of this six, eight, nine months out now. 
Um, Aaron, for you and your business, I know you said you're still working because you have tax work, but this still does hit you guys, hit your business, doesn't it? Because there's a percentage of tour revenue that you're now no longer receiving. Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. Our, our, our revenue will be down because of the losing out on these tours. We're postponed, kicked down again for six months down the road. But, uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe that'll never be made up. I don't know. Right. And we still have to pay bills for clients and, and do that, so we're doing that. And, and they're still getting, like I just got yesterday, reports from Universal for a few bands for record royalties and publishing. Yeah, I would, I would guess certain artists might be able to, if they were having some lean times, might be able to get in advance if they're signed to a label from the label for a little something just to get them by these next few months. Is that feasible? I don't know. If, uh, I guess if a label really wants an artist and wants to help them, they'll do that. But otherwise, most artists, if they have a revenue stream already, I don't think it's being affected that much at this point. Of course, you know, things are, we're just getting re revenue money now for December 31st. What will happen as June 30th comes around, we'll collect that in September, October. That may be, may be down somewhat. I guess what I had been going was, uh, and I, I'm, I guess I'm probably belaboring the point, but let's say you're a Dave Matthews and you need couple hundred thousand dollars to get by because you just the way you live your life this is just an example you know could you go to RCA and say can I have a two hundred thousand dollar advance so I can I have to pay some people I have to get by over the next three months that kind of thing he, he could but a lot of other artists without a great record you know trail behind revenue don't know directly they're going to lay money out so there are yeah. a lot of artists out there who are hurting right now because they make the bulk of their money from playing live. And if you can't play live anywhere, you can't sell any merch. Um, it's, it's not a good time. I have a question. Uh, with these artists that uh, are very successful and they have uh, multi-million dollar houses all over the place and so on, uh, do you find that they are fairly conservative with investing their money so that at this time when the market is way down, they seem to be more in cash than in uh, equities. Um, all these people that I work with have money managers. So we're in constant, basically, every couple of days conversations as far as managers were happening. And, and I would say close to 80% of them are just holding tight. They've gotten rid of some things that they, they didn't want anyway. Everything else they're just holding. And they seem to have portfolios that are fairly conservative? Yes. Yeah. A lot of them have a great deal of municipal bonds. So, Aaron, we should thank you. Is it okay to thank you now? Sure. Yeah, so, thank you, Aaron okay. Van Dyke. Aaron Van and thank you guys uh, for uh, hosting the show, and uh, I hope you all both stay very well. Stay out of the sun, Aaron. What'd you say, Marconi? I said, I said to Aaron, stay out of the sun. I thought you said Dave had a son, and that's not true. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so thank you, Aaron. Thank you for everybody listening, and at the end of every show, we do not say hello. You know what we say? No. We say, and you can say it with me, adios! 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 Hold the S.
Respect like Aretha, like a savage Elijah, and her beauty is deeper. 